This episode is brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is the number one tool for all podcasters. You can record high fidelity audio between remote locations and get studio quality sound. Go to Zencaster.com and use coupon code that entertains for 20% off for three months or 20% off an annual plan. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And super friends, I am sorry that this episode came out a little late. Patreon users are getting it on Wednesday, and our general audience is getting it on Thursday to allow for that 24-hour gap. I have been rebuilding my wall in our house, uh, and it also shares the studio space, so it's been really hard to sit down, edit, record these pre-intros and outros, and... Uh, and just kind of keep on top of everything while being a homeowner, you know what I mean? So I apologize for the delay, but we are keeping the early access up for Patreon users. Like, we got to say thanks to our newest Patreon, Michael D'Angelo. Thank you so much for supporting us. If you want to be like Mike, I want to be like Mike. Who gets that reference? I'm dating myself, I think. If you want to be like Mike and support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash thatentertains. And the best part is you're not just supporting everything that's awesome, you're supporting the entire That's Entertainment podcast network. And when you support the entire network, that means you're supporting everything that's awesome. The ladies who ran it, bullies keep out on our newest show, Victims and Villains. That's right. For as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to the That's Entertainment podcast network Patreon feed, and that gets you a thank you on the podcasts, that gets you a thank you on the wall of gratitude. If you want to up your tier from there, you can still... It's cheaper than a cup of coffee for most places. You can still get early access and exclusive content and the tiers just go up from there and you get cooler and awesome uh, rewards and swag and, like that and, and stuff like that. And all those Patreon dollars go into helping us grow as a network, helping these shows grow individually. We want to cover our hosting fees. We want to make sure all these shows in our network can perform their shows live, whether it's locally or if you get us there, we can go on a tour. And we want to do that with your fan support. We are creator-owned, fan-supported shows on this network. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash thatentertains to subscribe to our podcast network Patreon and get early access, exclusive content, and stuff like that. If you can't do that, there are non-monetary ways that you can support us as well. You can go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps you guys find everything is awesome on the iTunes charts and the more people that can find us that means the more people that can listen and that means the more times we can do bigger and cooler things like that you can also just give word of mouth recommendations let a friend know about the show so that they can listen too all right let's get to this week's show this week's guest is Janelle Newcomb uh, I believe I am saying that last name right I apologize if I'm not uh, she is a young independent music artist um, and I'm very excited to sit down and chat with her as you can tell there's a huge generational gap between uh, me and the guest this week and I am super fascinated by that so that it takes up a bulk of the conversation but we do talk about her career in music in modeling in songwriting 
and all and acting and all that fun stuff. Uh, and we talked about her debut single, Pages, available now on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, all the fun places that you can listen and download and stream music. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Janelle right here on awesomepodcast.com. So uh, thank you for doing the show. Uh, how are you? Good. I'm so I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the selling points, I don't know why uh, the selling point uh, in, in the that what, what Tiffany sent me, why this was a selling point, but was this will be your youngest guest. But uh, congrats. You probably are our youngest guest. Uh, yeah yeah if there was an award for, i don't i mean we don't give awards out or anything but if we did you would win that <laughs> one uh so it's and it's funny because i was i was talking to one of my good friends i was like oh man i don't know how we're gonna do this because like i'm a cranky old man that knows what a vhs is and this is a millennial who uh <laughs> i don't think does so it's oh no what a vhs is uh well it's just it's it's um I, so, so my standard of uh, communication with people is like other thirty-year-olds or uh, like a six-year-old and and a four-year-old, which is my how old my kids are. So I have yet to to navigate the. I mean, it's been probably fifteen years since I've had to navigate the the waters of uh, what fifteen-year-olds are into today. What what are fifteen-year-olds into today? Um, social media, definitely Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, YouTube, anything on the web, <laughs> all, all teenagers are into. Yeah, so like I recognize, uh, I guess everything, but but Snapchat. So I, I guess not much has changed in in about the the last ten years or so of new media. <laughs> um, uh, Snapchat, and but that, that that's the medium, and I don't. I mean, you'll get this probably in about fifteen years. You'll understand what I'm talking about. But it's it's the the first thing that has finally like kind of scared me technology wise. Like I don't, I just don't understand it. And it's like, if you ever heard your parents or anyone or anyone older than you say, Oh, I just don't get it. Like, and and you wonder why, like I've always, I'm a technology guy. I grew up with technology. Like the first, like I grew up with the internet. The internet's probably about as old as I am. Uh, so you know, I've grown up with everything. So everything kind of should come easy to me. But uh, it, Snapchat's that one. It's 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 the beginning of like the downfall of what people are trying to sell. To like, this is the way I I'll, I'll be turning thirty four in uh, on Friday, and I I like to equate things to like um, the the oh God, what's the what's the word like the the audience that people are trying to sell to. It's generally up to about the age of 35. So I'm finally phasing out of that part of my life where people make things for me, like music and uh, and TV shows are no longer going to be made for me next year is how I, I guide things. <laughs> so it's uh, it's interesting to, to get like the young person's take. And I feel so weird saying that because I generally consider myself a young person. <laughs> well, you still are young and happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, this is weird because generally I like to kind of get an origin point uh, for the the person I'm talking to about the thing that, they, that the, they're into or awesome at or whatever. Uh, I feel like your origin point probably isn't that long ago, but tell me, like, what is your origin point when it comes to, to music? What uh, or who puts you on the path of like wanting to become, uh, you know, a singer, musician, whatever, 
the category you put yourself into? Well, yeah, I'm a singer, songwriter, actress, and model. And I became I began my passion for music at the age of two. And my mom would always tell me stories about how I would sing all day long and I would never stop. And I come from a family of people who love music and everyone in my family is passionate for music. And so that really influenced me growing up. And so when I was eight, I started taking singing, acting and modeling classes. And, you know, since then, I've performed in various theater and live productions and I've modeled in various fashion shows and commercial print ads um, landed a lead in a short film, and now I just released my debut single, Pages. So, when I was eight, ever so long ago, like I don't, I, I remember just kind of wanting to, to like play video games, if maybe, uh, and and like just I don't know, hang out with friends. How like what was it that like how how did you know when you were eight? That like uh, I so badly wanted to be a musician or a singer or a songwriter or a model or, or, or all the countless things you just listed off uh, so bad that like you are asking your parents uh, to take lessons and all this stuff. Well, I would always sing and act in front of the mirror. Um, I was so into yeah. Hannah Montana and High School Musical when oh I was God. young. So that really influenced me too because I would always you know put on little shows for my family and my Hannah Montana wig and her microphone (laughs) and I would just sing my heart out to every song and so you know being surrounded with a lot of you know Disney Channel musicals like really like made me want to want to be on TV and want me like to actually be the person that's singing and singing to the crowd. And so when I was eight, I asked my mom if I could take singing and acting and modeling classes. Uh, You really, so, so you are probably part of like a whole generation of kids that uh, came up on the, I think you phrased it perfectly. Disney musicals, the Disney channel musicals specifically. Cause like when I was, I don't know, I, I was either like a, a teenager when High School Musical 1 came out or like a very like young adult, like maybe 20 years old. So that, I mean, and I, that for me, I had no, I aged out of it. Like I, I don't think music, uh, like the High School Musical, that was probably geared towards uh, under 15, I, if I had to guess. Definitely not towards, <laughs> towards my demographic. Uh, so yeah, there's a, like, I look back and and I'm not hugely into music. And if I am, it's very dated. Like I, I either like a bunch of eighties, like Bon Jovi or, or Brian Adams or stuff like that, or like very nineties. Uh, oh, I don't think I've talked about this in a long time, but like Spice Girls was like the big thing that I, <laughs> into, uh, which is again, not my demographic, but you know, I, they sold me and I, and I was a huge, uh, huge, huge fan of it. And, and it's nice. I assuming by that laughter, you know who they are. So I guess they're still uh, talked about these days. Yeah, I do still know who, who they are because, you know, like the 90s and 80s, they're all coming back. And, so, <laughs> you know, but again, I grew up with the Disney Channel, the Nickelodeon wanting to be like, hi, I'm Janelle Newcomb and you're watching Disney Channel. Like that was always my that's what I wanted. To oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, because so I don't even know what I guess like new me like uh, perfect example is I don't like we just started watching with the kids Double Dare Nickelodeon's Double Dare Mm. again, 
Uh, and because like, that's a, a perfect, like, like kind of a um, binding for, for young kids and, and current day parents with young kids, because we, I grew up with double dare. Uh, and now like my kids are growing up with it to a degree. And the, the I think Mark Summers was your traditional, like, you know, entertainment guy who, who back then in the, in the nineties, you weren't trying to be yourself. You're, you know, most people I think got into to the show business to, to act. Uh, but you know, he ends up, he ends up being a, a game show host now. And, and I don't know who the host of Nickelodeon's double dare is now. She's a YouTube yeah. person. That's all. <laughs> I know. Uh, but that's like, that's today's generation is it's like when you think of wanting to, to get into the business or, you know, being in the business since you, you've already released some stuff, like, is there even a thought to go any, through any kind of traditional means of, uh, of like, uh, record um, people? I, I, there's a much better term than what I'm using right now, but like going through the traditional media, or is it all for you? Like, oh, like instant, you know, new media going through iTunes, digital, YouTube. Is that like your mindset? Is like, is new media digital? Well, def- definitely, like, what's popular now is, like, streaming and, you know, like, iTunes, as you said, and Spotify. But, but again, like, it's not – I don't know how to word this, but, like, CDs are still being sold, right? But, but definitely, like, in this generation, we're all, like, instant. Like, I'll just pull it up on my phone. I'll listen to it on iTunes. I'll listen to it on Spotify. That's what my generation is right now. I, I loved how there was a little bit of a question at the end of, they still sell CDs, right? <laughs> like it sounded like there was a, and, and it's funny cause it's that obviously they are cause there are, you know, and I wouldn't even say like I'm 100% digital when it comes to music. There, there really isn't a selling point to physical media, uh, for, for music at least. Uh, and maybe that's because I'm not a big music guy. Like I prefer to own a DVD or Blu-ray, uh, because I like having that physical media. And even that's kind of, like it's always the inserts, you know, for me, at least when I was a kid, it was always the inserts for CDs and, and cassette tapes and stuff. And when that went away, so did like the need for the actual physical medium. And, and I guess movies are kind of going that way. Cause there's very little booklets on the inside that like give you like the liner notes or, or the behind the scenes stuff. That's all kind of embedded on the disc now. So maybe that's going away too, but, but um, yeah, it's, it's, digital is definitely uh, I, I would say that i'm in that generation still like that's that's something that i grew up with like i grew up with napster do you know what napster is i do not <laughs> oh my god that's funny uh yeah it's i don't it's it was the, the original pirate uh program where like you could go and download all the music for free and then they eventually got shut down by probably metallica uh who who had a very big lawsuit with them but um yeah i grew up with like the the pirating of digital media and and digital media in, in itself and it's um it, it is like normally when i talk to musicians like they kind of are on the border of like Oh yeah, like I, having that physical medium and uh, is important to me. Is that like not an important thing to like the teenage up and comer? Like, is like you don't care if you're on 
physical? You'd rather just have your music out there digitally? Oh, well, it's always been my dream to see my face like on a CD cover. You know, since I still grew up, like I have so many Hannah Montana and High School Musical CDs. So it's always been like my dream to be like walk into walk into a store and see my face on a CD cover and an album cover. I don't think that it it's completely gone. I but I still no. I still find it important and I feel like if I can finally like get my face on a CD cover that would still be such a great honor to me. It's and it's like it's so nuts to to like have that feeling in this whole digital age like for me i'm more of a film guy and a talky guy so i like like i have the same feeling when it comes to like what like it would be awesome just to like film a movie and have it in a theater and like even that i mean that hasn't gone away either but like more and more we're moving towards a world where movies are released in theater and on like streaming on the same day or on video on demand on the same day and uh like there's a lot of people opt for that versus going out to the theater because it's just easier uh but there's something about kind of doing it the traditional way still that i think i think still and it sounds like it still resonates with at least uh the the i don't know what are you guys millenn- are you considered millennial too i'm gen z i believe Oh my God! What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> Generation, I, I didn't even know they went that far down. So okay, Gen Z, uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, see, I'm so because like it, and I have this huge issue uh, with with the whole millennial slash Gen Xer thing because I'm right in the middle of that cusp, and it's like I I I'm not in uh, entirely cranky like a gen xer and 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 blame people uh, like millennials for things but i also like don't get certain technologies and you know like millennials are like all the way i i thought we were sometime i guess maybe mid 2000s is when they stop and being born in the 80s i don't feel like the millennial but i also don't feel like a gen xer and it's i i get hung up on those just because it's interesting to like there's clear cut divisions for going back to, I guess, probably your grandparents and my parents, like the baby boomers and whatnot, baby boomers and Gen Xers. There's a clear cut difference. Whereas Gen Xers and millennials, and I guess maybe Gen Z's or whatever, kind of, kind of blend together. Cause they all came up with the internet and, and that, that's just always advancing and whatnot. Anyway. Uh, so uh, let's talk about your, uh, is this, uh, and I, did not have time to uh, properly read this. Is Pages the album sig- uh, single or both? It's a single. It's my debut single. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, now, when uh, did you start like working on? Uh, do you have like a whole album that 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 the single is going to be part of? Releasing? I don't want to say soon, but releasing in the next year. Well- well, so? that's definitely a goal of mine, but currently we're just focusing on pages since it is my first time releasing. It's my debut. So we just released pages first and but I'm still writing songs but haven't, you know, recorded anything, but I it's still a goal of mine to have a full album. Well, and so how do, I cuz I know like I have friends that are that are in bands and, and, and they often turn to crowdsourcing. Is that I assume like that just feels like it's it's what a what, what I guess we'll say Generation Z, but like your generation, it seems like that is like the what is perfect. Like 
Kickstarter or Indiegogo or all those places are kind of like the perfect place to, to once you have at least a small body of work, like pages, you can, you can turn to, to help like make something happen. Is that something you're going to look into or are you going to try to go the old fashioned way? Oh, well I sign, I have a record label, so I feel like that's that's the old-fashioned way. My record label, Storm Central, and I'm distributed in over 600 online retailers worldwide. So that that's my distribution. And so I feel that you know I went the old-fashioned way because you know I've been auditioning since I was eight years old, and now I'm 15 Mm -hmm. and I released my debut single. And it's been a long it's been a long road. It hasn't been entirely easy. You get a lot of no's before you get a yes. But I I think I went the old fashioned way with this. No, you, yeah, it, it, definitely. If you go through a record label, even if it's all digital and all you know uh, streaming versus physical stuff, uh, I would I would say that's way more traditional, or at least like current day would be considered traditional versus you know doing it yourself. And and that's you know there's. Uh, I guess it's the the people that are tired of getting the nose or I don't know. I don't know what it is for me. I come from a world like I, and I, you probably don't, I don't know who, I don't know if your generation knows who Kevin Smith is, but uh, Kevin Smith is a, a film director uh, who made clerks and, and just a bunch of silly movies. And um, he's kind of like, for me, like, Oh, like, I got to be indie. Like he, he taught me to be indie. So like, that's to me, crowdsourcing is just like the big indie way to do it where you don't have to deal with people. And maybe that's cause I'm not a people person. Like, I just don't want to deal with people telling me no, like, I just want to go and do it. And that's why I like, I, for me, I like crowdsourcing and I think it's a great opportunity for people that want to have way. I don't want to say way more because working with a record label, how much control do you have of, of what you want to put out there? Well, I work with an independent record label, so it's not, it's not that, you know, overbearing or anything. I definitely have freedom as an artist. I I release the songs that I love, that I'm passionate about, and I'm definitely so passionate about Pages. It's, you know, a song that that I've always wanted to write and I've always had such a passion for the message of my song, which is, you know, dream big and achieve your dreams and strive to be the best that you can be. And I hope that this song inspires people as well. And uh, and my distribution, I'm under Universal Music Distribution, um, which is the over on uh, 600 online retailers worldwide. So uh, going going to pages, you know, you you just um, kind of you know pre-answered the question of, of of what pages was about, but what led you to writing pages like and i guess more more so what led you to making that the the first sig- uh single that you were going to release well pages has always it's always been in my mind not being a random face in the yearbook and so pages is a song that i hope people of all ages can relate to because it's about making something of yourself and wanting to achieve your dreams and striving to be the best that you can be and you're not going to be a random face in the yearbook and that people are going to remember you and you and you're going to accomplish your dreams and I've always want I've always wanted to write a song that had that message and I've always wanted to get that message out there and let people that know that this is this is how I feel and this is what I want to do with my music and this is what I want 
the world to know. And this is, and this is me. Yeah. And I think it, it, um, it gives that message, uh, you know, to, I mean, again, I, you know, the, I would say we're a whole generation apart, uh, if not maybe a little more, uh, and I, you know, listen to the song. It's definitely as a 34 year old, uh, soon to be 34 year old, uh, you know, I, I can hear that message as well. And I, I think it, it's definitely, um, I, now again, I don't know, I'm not great with music and music genres. Uh, so I, what do you consider? Are you like the, like pop music? Is that what you would consider yourself? Or is there another genre you consider, you know, yourself? Slash I would song? consider myself pop and R and B because that's, that's the type of music okay. I listen to. And that's, I tried, you know, putting music that I love into my, my music as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's like, and listening to it, like it, it's uh, definitely like, it, it seems like it's something that would be, uh, you know, uh, like just on a pop station. Um, and obviously I think those, that kind of music, there is a reason it's called, it's, it's, it's pop. It, it, it should resonate with, anyone it shouldn't be necessary and, and obviously again there is probably a demo of 18 to 35 maybe or even a little bit younger to a little bit older uh but generally speaking it, sh- it should speak to to the majority of people if it's in pop um so i think it does that you know and uh, it's um where can so obviously uh 600 distributors uh of music is a lot of places where are some of the key places that um people could pick up that signal single uh, to uh, listen to it if they wanted to. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play. Um, there's so many. iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Music, Tidal, t- just to name a few, you know, the big the big online dis- dis- distributors. Uh, yeah, I, and it's it's uh, that's another thing that, that in 2018 is like, Back, like uh, back in my day sounds really weird to say but it used to be itunes like that was the only place you could go to buy music or, or listen to music and now like i i have to imagine that like them amazon and and uh spotify are like the three big places like and and you probably know better than me like is that like where where do kids listen to music like if not physical is it is it, it's got to be spotify and itunes mainly right yeah i would say it's spotify and itunes the, definitely the streaming um all, all the kids right now, they stream the music, Apple Music, <laughs> those big, those are the big online distributors right now. So, so st- streaming is the, the, like you'd rather go through Spotify or Apple Music to, to listen to music than actually physically buying the, the stuff uh, and listening on your device or, or, or computer? Well, yeah, that's what I do. I go on my phone and I go onto the digital Spotify, iTunes, that kind of thing. Yeah, see, I still and I, I think there's like uh, and I don't know if if it's me or or like my generation. But for me, it's definitely like whenever I, I buy my music primarily digital now, I've gotten into like anything that's like uh, like a, like a soundtrack I really, really, really like or, or a CD that I really like. I go and buy the vinyl of to, to play on the uh, my vinyl uh, player. But mostly it's 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 digital or nothing. Uh, uh, but I still have like I need a sense of ownership 
uh, over it. So like I have a like I I have a hard time. Like I don't I don't have a Spotify or Pandora or Apple Music subscription because there's no sense of ownership there when you when you're paying uh, the the $10 a month or whatever it is. Like I like to physically buy it. I feel like that like and and again, I don't I don't know if you know this, but it feels like when someone buys your music that helps you out as an artist more so than them listening to it on Spotify. Correct. Well, you know, there's, there's the subscriptions like Spotify premium and Apple music. Like if you, you know, pay monthly, but I, I'm just happy that anyone's listening to my music at all. Like whatever, whatever, Ah. wherever they're listening to it, I'm happy that they're supporting it. Well, that is a great mindset to have, um, is, is to think of it, you know, just about getting it out there versus like, is it going to, to make any money? Cause it, it's, uh, once you start thinking that way, it becomes, I guess, uh, I'm trying, like, I thought that way about podcasting 10 years ago when, when podcasting was very new and, and I was thinking in, the, in terms of how do I get rich off of this? And, uh, 10 years later, I, I, I almost hated the medium. And then, and then I started this show a couple of years ago and, like it was all about like, Hey, let's just have a good time. I'm doing this for me. And hopefully people listen to it. And if not, Oh, well, uh, so I, and I, it's definitely like way more fulfilling. I think when you, when you're just about the creativity, creativity versus like the business side of it. Yeah, definitely. I'm just, I'm very passionate about what I do. I love, I love making music. I love singing. And really all I want to do is just, you know, get my message out there. And it's not all about, the money or the fame to me. It's just, I love what I'm doing and I'm passionate about it. And I hope that people can hear that in my songs. And I hope that people can relate to my songs because that's the kind of artist that I want to be. Um, so uh, before we wrap up and, and get your plugs out there, uh, with, what's what's next like you have pages uh out there to the world people can listen to it uh are you like are you touring and and singing you know obviously this song and many others while while you know playing local places i i i don't know where that is i forgot to ask you mm-hmm. <laughs> but are you are you touring uh, are you going to go on a tour uh what what's next after pages here well we just finished filming my music video for pages which will be out you know in the upcoming weeks but as a songwriter um i'll get inspiration for a song at the most random moments so i'll i keep writing songs because you know the inspiration never goes away i would hope to tour that would be amazing you know, like have my own tour. That'd be great. But right now we're just focusing on pages and the promo and getting a lot more people to hear it and just getting the song out there. Uh, where can uh, people find you and uh, to, to follow up and keep up what's going on uh, with, with pages and beyond? You can follow me on Instagram at Janelle underscore Nookum. And my Facebook is at Janelle Nookum Music. And my YouTube channel is the Janelle that sings. My Twitter is still in the works, but once it's up and running, um, we'll let you know. Uh, it's 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 straight. I feel like like I've I'm a MySpace kid. Like I grew up on MySpace. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like that's how far back my my social media goes. And it's, it's strange. Cause like I've migrated to like the furthest I've gone is, is Twitter. And like, I have an Instagram, but like that, like, again, it blows my, like, I, 
that's where like i understand instagram to the point of like having one and i just don't know how to use it properly like i had we did a live show recently and so and the guest was like yeah do you gram and i was like what are you talking about like is that is that the terminology that you that kids use like do you gram or inst like i don't it's it's um it's a strange new world, I guess. That I just, I'm finally aging myself out. Yeah, do it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, Janelle, thank you for doing the show. Uh, we'll make sure all your plugs and links to all uh, your stuff, including pages, is in the show notes. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I'll have to talk to you slash uh, Tiffany uh, to officially let you know when this is coming out so that if there's anything additional uh, that you want to include, we include it in the show notes. But thanks for doing the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right, super friends, let's give a big old thank you to Janelle for being a guest on the show this week. Be sure to check out her hit new single, Pages, available on most streaming platforms today like iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and all those fun, fun places. If you're looking for more shows to listen to, if you need a new podcast to put you in your playlist, if you're all caught up on everything is awesome, may I suggest Victims and Villains. That's right, the newest show to join the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Victims and Villains is where they sit around and they talk nerd, they talk hope. There's not room for anything else. It's a great, great amalgamation of pop culture and suicide prevention. Um, They do really good work when it comes to that kind of stuff. We've had Josh on this show before uh, to help promote the Philadelphia Podcast Festival for the last two years. And um, he, he's, if you're, if you're into pop culture, Batman comic books and stuff like that, uh, and, and just the, the general popular arts, you're going to love Victims and Villains. And if you're against suicide, which who isn't, you're going to love Victims and Villains. Make sure you check that out. Uh, With the That's Entertainment Podcast Network, we have some big news coming. We're working on more shows. We're working on more um, content for our Patreon. Um, I've been having issues editing a video uh, on my phone and actually exporting it so that I could upload it. So uh, hopefully, I'm going to have to re-record that again. But uh, for Everything is Awesome, every month we're going to be doing, and it's probably going to be actually every week, but at least once a month, if not every week, we're going to be doing the Awesome Pop Culture Minute that follows my weight loss journey, building a better Kev, as I'm calling it. So uh, I'm not going to clog up this feed with much talk of my weight loss uh, anymore. Uh, if you want to, if you want to be part of a community of people uh, that love a podcast, then you want to subscribe to the Patreon.com/slash/thatentertains. And that series, Build a Better Kev, on the Awesome Pop Culture Minute, is going to be a place where we can gather you know, once a month, once a week, somewhere in between that to sit around and discuss, uh, our goals in our weight loss journey, whether it's from dieting, whether it's for being healthier, whether it's for, uh, getting that summer body, even though we're at the end of summer and whatnot. So make sure you check out patreon.com slash that entertains. I'm hoping to have that video up, uh, by the end of the week, um, or weekend. I don't know. I'm going on vacation, so it's going to be hard to get that posted, but I'm going to try to get it posted. And as you know, super friends, we end everything is also with a call to action. There are a lot of terrible things happening right now. I can feel like you can't do anything to help, but you can. 
It takes people like us to make a difference. And one of the easiest and important ways to take action is to call your representatives about issues that are important to you. When I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There are issue summaries of issues that are important to you, contact info for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure your message gets across. Calling is quick, easy, and is one of the most important ways to have your voice heard. It can make a tremendous difference. Let your voice be heard. The thing that I am pointing out this week is the, the ban of 3D guns. Some states have taken action against printable 3D guns, but not all states. This needs to be stopped as a parent, as a uh, significant other to a teacher. The idea that you're making it even easier now by having printable 3D guns is unfathomable to me. There's no way to keep we can barely keep our children safe uh in schools with regularly made guns let alone people with an access to a 300 printer and a downloadable file to make a 3d gun it bothers me a lot that that's a thing and and i think luckily i've read that pennsylvania is doing its its uh uh, what it can to prevent this from being legal in Pennsylvania. Uh, but not all states are, are there yet. Um, so please, please, please uh, call your representatives about this and make sure that you have your voice heard about 3D printable guns and how they should be banned from being on uh, the market. Thank you to our supporters on patreon.com slash that entertains. If you want to support us in a non-monetary way, word of mouth recommendations and five-star rating reviews on iTunes are the best way to spread the good word of awesome. You can find us on at real awesome pod on facebook.com and Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram at awesome podcast and we're available on awesomepodcast.com And of course that entertains.com slash network. You can get more news about this show at awesomepodcast.com and that entertains.com. But but also on my personal Twitter at that nerdy Kev is where I do a lot of things. If you're interested in ad rates, live appearances, help with your podcast, or have it a question or comment, email us at awesome at crudehumorstudios.com. Everything is awesome is a production of That Entertains Podcast Network in association with Crude Humor Studios. Crude Humor Studios is a Philadelphia-based production company specializing in audio. You can find more information at crudehumorstudios.com. Thanks for listening, super friends. We've been awesome. That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Entertainment and culture. Artist-owned, fan-supported. Not stuck on a page. It's hard to see in the sea of chroma key. The real me full of pop. Possibilities, and if you mistook me, take another look. I'm not some random photo in your yearbook. Okay, I'm not just a random face or another flower on the wall. And I know there's so much more than something hidden in a drawer. So if you mistook me, take another look. I'm not some random photo in your yearbook. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I wanna be a star, and I know I'll go far. And when you see me on TV, know you love this part of me. Never stop trying I used to be shy But now I'm shining Yeah, you signed your name On my yearbook Did you ask yourself If you even took a look So if you missed
took me take another look i'm not some random photo in your yearbook you knew me in class but will your memory let me pass now i'm here on stage like i just jumped off your page so if you mistook me take another look i'm not some random photo Not stuck on a page, not stuck